You're listening to Green Mountain Medicine, an original podcast series by ACP Vermont for all things internal medicine. I'm Matt. I'm Dylan. And we're your hosts on tonight's show. This series aims to unpack the complexity of medicine in a nuanced and evidence-based way. And if that sounds like something you would enjoy, then we are happy you could join us. For the next half hour, we invite you to relax, grab some coffee, and engage with us as we deconstruct the topics that impact our field and characterize our practice. Hey everyone, welcome back to Green Mountain Medicine. You're joining us today for a bonus segment following our latest episode with LCOM's Dean Page. And today, we're shining the spotlight on our amazing medical student classmates at the Lorner College of Medicine. And over the next 15 to 20 minutes or so, you're going to hear from them about how COVID-19 has impacted their medical education and what they've been doing with their spare time while staying safe and staying home. My name is Sienna. I'm a rising fourth year student at UVM. And I, you know, I think COVID impacted everybody in the world in a lot of ways and obviously med students as well. I think it's the right thing that we're not in the hospital and we're not adding an additional burden of potential disease infectivity and, you know, using PPE when we're not fully trained on how to take care of patients independently. You know, obviously there's a lot of decisions that go into medical student education, um, but in the light of a pandemic like this, I think everyone's doing the best they can. It's hard, I've been sort of struggling with, with the free time. I think a lot of us have in, in terms of whether or not we should use it to be as productive as possible or whether or not we should use it to, you know, this is the only time for a while that we'll have this much free time, so should we use it to enjoy? So I've been trying to do both, um, doing a little bit of studying and spending a lot of time outside, a lot of solo hikes and um, bike rides and stuff. It's really nice to sort of explore other places of Vermont that I haven't been to, which I did before the 10 mile housing limit was sort of imposed. But um, I've been learning Russian, which has been fun, and trying to cook a little bit more. Overall, just, you know, trying to find ways to enjoy the free time we have. Hi, so my name's Tyler Prince. I'm a fourth year medical student at UVM College of Medicine. I'm going into emergency medicine, and before med school, I was a paramedic in Denver for five years. During the course of COVID, it's, I've been spinning my wheels a little bit. So since we can't be in clinic, I feel like I've needed some form of outlet for our knowledge base that we've spent the last four years developing. And as a result, I've spent a lot of time getting involved in free open access medical education. So specifically what I'm doing is transcribing my uh, med school notes, and just a lot of what I've picked up over the years for paramedics to try and uh, improve pre-hospital care. I'm also growing a mustache. It's, it's my way of remembering that uh, this is not reality and that as soon as we go back to reality, I will look much less creepy. And I'm also uh, reading House of God right now, which is tremendously depressing in both its content and relatability and uh, just trying to stay sane. I'm Megan Garrido and I'm a fourth year medical student. I was thinking how we have these clinical and non-clinical parts of our education and how that shapes us as physicians. So first of all, like understanding there are limitations that are necessary to protect patients and physicians. It's completely understandable that we have to restructure the whole way that we're doing our medical education for all years. Um, for us particularly as fourth year students, I think it's been helpful to hear from physicians how 
COVID-19 has been affecting their practices because I think we haven't really seen a lot of it. Um, so I think it's been really helpful when people have told me how they're canceling clinic, how they're doing telehealth, how they're adapting the whole medical system and how that's going to cause different structural changes over the next few months, even as things start to get better. And so I think that that's helped put it in perspective a lot for us. And then I think that a lot of us would really like to help out where we can because we feel like we're not doing as much clinically. We'd like to pitch in where we can, but it's been really hard to know when it's helpful <laughs> and when it's best if we kind of step back and let people do these structural changes and do that kind of stuff. But I understand how it's frustrating for students to feel like we have some skills and energy and <laughs> motivation to help out and not really knowing what we can do. And I think uh, one of our other concerns is fourth year medical students choosing a field and wanting to become a competent physician and developing the knowledge that we hope we can give to patients in the future. Um, I think that's a valid concern that students have, that how is not getting as much involvement with patients affecting the way that we're going to practice in the future and having less time to explore fields before choosing a specialty and maybe not developing as much knowledge in terms of clinical experiences like on the floors. Um, you know, taking histories, uh, doing physical exams, learning from our mentors in ways that we used to do on the floor. I, I think that that's a reasonable concern and I think that it's another one of those things where there are going to be downstream consequences of some of the things that are happening now. But I think I think overall seeing the bigger picture that there's downstream consequences for everyone, including physicians, including their practices, all of the other students in medical education, like the third years who haven't started their clinical rotations yet and are going to have even less time to do those things. I think that that's been really helpful to understand how other years are affected, how even people in different lines of work, like my sisters are, my one sister works in a nursing home as a dietitian and seeing how it's impacted her and some of her fears and concerns of working with like vulnerable populations or my other sister is working in a grocery store and kind of not knowing like okay like do we need personal protective equipment <laughs> like things like that or like she's just she's exposed every day to so many people like we're in this spot where we're kind of focused on our like environment and kind of recognizing the environments that everybody else is in has been really helpful and like helping me see the bigger picture of where we're headed with all of this. Hey, so my name is Salim. Um, I'm a member of the class of 2022 in Lorner. And my friend Matt wanted me to uh, participate in this podcast and just talk a little bit about what it means to be going through current quarantine and be a part of the medical education system. I was about to start my clinical rotations at the hospital before the stay at home order was given. And I actually moved from Vermont to Connecticut right before that order happened. And my roommates, they were about to move in as well. And they ended up staying back in um, Vermont with their family. And one of them is in Connecticut, but with her family as well, and an hour away. So I'm also in an interesting situation right now because I had delayed taking step one. And 
they closed all of the permit rig locations so even though I was ready a month or maybe even longer before I couldn't take it so I've been um, just trying to keep the motivation going and keep on studying and just be prepared for whenever they would open and that was definitely a question mark and we have all of these things going on studying for step one um, and in this year I know that there's a lot of people delayed and the unknowns of you know the, the virus and people are dying I mean all of that is a huge stressor and then combine that with being stuck at home for instance in my situation not having roommates around and I consider myself to be a very social person. I was wanting to talk about a fourth factor, which is mental health disorders. And um, in my case, for instance, it could be something like an eating disorder. And so when you combine all of those factors together, studying, being alone, suffering from an eating disorder, it just kind of <laughs> becomes massive to tackle. I feel like in different parts of my life, when I'm trying to juggle one or two of those things, everything is okay. But when you throw all of those, um, <laughs> all of those things at me at once, it, it kind of just breaks. And I know, you know, people who suffer from depression. I mean, what it means for them to be alone. So I think this is definitely a time to reach out to people and just ask them how they are and just like listen, truly listen and you don't even have to say anything in return to them or fix their problem. Just being there, you know, when I called my friends saying, okay, I'm really struggling, you know, body dysmorphia is coming at me hard, what do I do, what do I do? And just, I found that people who just said, wow, that's hard and just silent, like that was something that really saved me and just made me feel at peace and listened to and comfortable and reminded me that there's you know a lot that I, I need to be thankful for and that I am thankful for so no matter what life throws at us I feel like it's those connections and knowing that people are there and they're going to support you no matter what it's just that feeling but um we have to kind of just try to take a look at the big picture and just also remind ourselves what we're proud of and what we're thankful of and then try to find our center again and try to find peace again despite of all of the craziness around us. And you know, I'm just hoping that experiences like this is what's gonna help me connect with my future patients, you know? Someone in the future is gonna come, come to me and say, Doc, I'm suffering from this um, body dysmorphia or eating disorder and I'm gonna know exactly what they're talking about. You know, it might be coming from a different person, coming through different life experiences, but I will be able to at least relate to some level. And I'm hoping that this is, I'm, I'm just trying to tell myself, this is why I'm going through it. And just for that one person or more in the future. Hi, um, my name is Diana Salama. I am a first year medical student at UVM. Um, hope everyone is doing good through and being healthy throughout all of this COVID stuff. How I'm feeling about my medical education in light of current circumstances. Um, to be honest, I feel like with everything that's going on, the main thing right now is to be healthy and that should be the priority right now. So I think that staying home and not um, being at school with a huge group of people is 
the smartest thing to do. And so I'm actually really happy that this is the way that we're doing it right now. I've just been at home. I only really go out when necessary. So if that means grocery shopping, um, that's actually about the only thing that I'll ever do. So I'm usually at home, but yeah, I try to be as cautious as I can. Staying home, um, I think is the smartest thing to do and just doing my work at home. And it's typical, like what I would do at school. I just sit down, wake up early, do my classes, do my work, ask any questions I have on the discussion board. And the school is doing a really good job of communication and making sure that we're getting all the help that we need, which I really appreciate. And I feel like it's not that much different. Obviously being in class has its positives, but given the circumstances right now, I think that this is pretty good. I'm happy with it. My name is Rio Beardsley. I'm a fourth year med student at, at UVM. Um, in terms of how I'm feeling about my medical education in light of, of COVID, I feel it's sort of a fluid feeling. I, I think sometimes I feel more anxious than others. I, I feel confident that at the end of this, I'm going to be a doctor. So I have that to hang my hat on. But, you know, I think one of the challenging things for me particularly is that I still had a few interests going into fourth year. So for example, I was interested in emergency medicine, anesthesia, and neurology. And I sort of scaffolded my fourth year to be able to get some experience in all those and then make a decision in terms of residency. And now that's not going to be possible just in terms of, of time. I'll sort of have to make the decision with insufficient, honestly, information, but maybe that's sort of an allegory for being a doctor in general is having to make decisions with inadequate information. So that was causing me some anxiety, but now I think that 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 dust has settled and I feel better about it. And I've, I've been, uh, I've had a lot of support from school, so I feel, I feel good about that. I think it's also been, at first it was kind of a tough pill to swallow when everybody said, oh, you know, you get friends and stuff asking like, oh, are you on the front lines of Corona? And, uh, and I'm like, no, I'm just sitting on the bench. And I think that was a, that's a tough pill to swallow for a lot of us because, you know, we're in this sort of weird purgatory where we do have clinical experience and we probably could add some value, but realizing that we're non-essential in quotes is, I think for anybody, it's, it's, it was sort of unsettling. But again, all that's also sort of abated a little bit in terms of my anxiety. So I'm feeling, I'm feeling good about med school. I'm ready to get back. And then in terms of what I've been doing in the time of social distancing, well, I haven't been doing a lot. <laughs> I've been, for the first couple of weeks, I think like a lot of people, I just was sort of uh, kind of deer in the headlights and just a lot of sitting at home, playing video games, watching TV. And then that sort of became untenable just to continue. So I developed sort of a routine, running the dog, doing step two studying, you know, some research projects going on and spending time a lot with um, with my roommate, who's also a fourth year med student, and then my girlfriend, who's a, a nurse in the ortho surge floor at the hospital. So hearing some some anecdotes about the hospital from her, because I'm not there, and she she's having to manage a lot of different types of patients than she's used to. You know, like as an ortho surge patient, you're not used to managing heart failure and hypertension and that kind of stuff. And because they've had to consolidate floors, she's having to deal with a lot of pretty sick sick patients in ways she's not accustomed to dealing with. So I think that was challenging for her. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I think routine has been good uh, for me. So yeah, 
That's sort of my life in a nutshell right now. Hi everyone, I'm Jamie. I'm a fourth year med student at Alcom. Um, I am originally from Los Angeles, so I've been quarantined back home um, in Los Angeles, and I've really enjoyed um, being home since I've been being home and in one place since I've been every month a different rotation in a different city. So it's been nice to sleep in the same bed. Um, I have two younger brothers that have also moved back in home, and it's the first time that we've all been in the same house since like for about five, maybe ten years. So it's been really nice. I am not necessarily concerned about my medical education right now. I have a lot of trust in Alcom and understand that they are going to uh, graduate me on time and that they want the best for me. Um, and I've actually found that they've been really helpful in helping me reschedule rotations and giving me information as stuff has changed. And I'm really sympathetic to all the difficulties that they've been having. And I know they're making some really hard choices at this time uh, for what they should teach us and what they should not. Um, and actually, I'm actually really glad to have this kind of break um, after clerkships because I felt like clerkships were a lot of information. So I felt like I've had two months to kind of decompress and digest everything that's happened. Um, and one of the really good things that I've been, I really liked is that I've actually been working on my scholarly project um, while in quarantine. And since it was just free, I've been able, I was able to reach out to one of my the family medicine rotations that I was supposed to have my AI with and ask them if I can help out with COVID, anything, you know, any COVID related things they needed. And they were really receptive and they actually needed somebody to research best practices, best PPE practices, like do literature reviews. So I've been doing that for the past three months. I'm presenting at their PPE work group. And it's been a really, uh, really informative experience as I've been able to see how the hospital has has um, handled different um, COVID surges and like me able to provide um, literature evidence about you know what recommendations are other countries doing or other um, states are doing and it's like my way to my way of giving back during this crisis and I also feel like I've I've um, in my role I've also served as a coordinator for different positions so I've been able to hear either you know coordinator for their meetings, so whether they come in the morning or whether they come in the afternoon, and I've been able to hear their struggles as they, you know, get home and have to decontaminate before they meet with their family, or um, when they're trying to speak to administration, um, some of the difficulties that they've been having trying to get their um, wishes heard, or when they see nurses or CNAs um, not having their adequate PPE, like advocating for equity and access to PPE. So it's really exposed me to like the practicality of what it is and um, of medicine. So I've actually really learned a lot during this time and I'm, hap I'm happy that Alcom has given me the flexibility to kind of take ownership of my medical education and study things that I'm interested in. So my name is Vin. I'm a first year medical student at UVM Warner. And I have to say, when I first started medical school, I did not think that I would be earning part of my MD online, but as it happens with pandemic, circumstances change. Uh, when I first came home, it was very hard to dissociate my time with family and recreational time at home from my school life. But over time, I've developed a kind of balance and um, I'm really finding a routine that works for me. And uh, I have to say, you know, obviously there are disappointments. We don't have the same clinical experiences that 
we would have had if we were still at school. And there's a lot of uncertainty about you know, when we're going back and what's going to be happening even in just the next few weeks. But I'm immensely proud of my class for pulling through this together. I think we've really shown team spirit and I think we've really worked together to help each other out and to show support. And I'm also incredibly grateful for UVM Larner administration for what they've been doing. I think they've been doing a fantastic job pulling together the curriculum and making sure that even though we don't have things that we would normally have, like, you know, gross labs or clinical experiences, that we're still able to get our education and we're not having any interruptions. So you might think that quarantine life is boring, but actually it's the complete opposite. It's really busy. And other than doing schoolwork and uh, spending time with my family and making phone calls to friends from med school and college, um, I also have the privilege of leading the MSCAN project. MSCAN is the Medical Student COVID-19 Action Network. And what we're doing is we're just collecting data from what med schools across the country are doing to serve their communities and help uh, the healthcare heroes on the front lines who are battling the virus. And so far, we're really grateful. Uh, we have over 100 med schools that have participated and uh, they come from 40 states. So uh, we're looking forward to seeing where that goes. And we're starting a new uh, section of that that's creating videos for the public to learn more about COVID-19. So we're looking forward to seeing where that goes. want to say thanks to everyone who was participating uh, in this uh, fun little experiment with us. It's so great to hear what everyone's been up to and all the great advice and perspectives. Uh, we really do have such a wonderful uh, Larner College of Medicine community and it's really, uh, I think it's really great to be able to hear people's voices and um, to just get a little more sense in that we're all in this together. We're all doing uh, you know, the best we can to make some positive things come out of this uh, uncertain time. So thank you all for sharing that with us and uh, we'll see you uh, on the next episode. That's it for today on Green Mountain Medicine. I'm Matt Sai, And I'm Dylan Conduction. And thanks for tuning in. If you found our discussion enjoyable, please don't forget to follow us on Twitter at ACP underscore Vermont for more podcast updates.